0: Well, now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And the Law Brief is brought to you by American Arbitration Association. International trade or business dispute resolve faster with the International Center for Dispute Resolution, the leader in alternative dispute resolution around the world, ICDR.org. Today, Bloomberg Law host Jim Grosso and Greg Store discuss an announcement by the Justice Department that it's dropping a crucial objection to a Texas voter ID law. They speak with Rick Hassan, a professor at University of California, California, California Irvine School of Law, and founder of the Election Law Blog, and Richard Rafalt, a professor at Columbia University Law School.
1: Rick, did this reversal by the Justice Department and withdrawal of the claim that Texas enacted this law with discriminatory intent surprise you?
2: It didn't surprise me. I think that we know that both... Jeff Sessions and Donald Trump have different views on voting rights and the potential for voter fraud than Barack Obama and Loretta Lynch did. This was actually just a first step. It was just the Department of Justice withdrawing from one little piece of the uh, case, Uh, and there's still more to come. And I expect that we're going to see more reversals, not only in this case but in other cases like it going forward. Richard, what's the the significance of the uh, the discriminatory discriminatory intent part of this case? There's still the discriminatory effect part of this case that the Justice Department is still involved in.
3: Sure. Um, It may go more towards remedies. Uh, One consequence of uh, finding a discriminatory intent is that uh, a court could throw the entire statute, the entire Texas law that imposed various new requirements in order to vote, as opposed to just knocking out the particular piece that was determined to have a discriminatory effect. If you see discriminatory intent, the entire statute is tainted.
1: Rick, the Texas legislature did introduce a new voter ID bill. Does that solve any of the problems of the former bill?
2: Well, this was one of the reasons that the Department of Justice first tried to delay uh the hearing uh to give the state a chance to fix the problems. Now, it's not clear how passing a new law would fix any problem with past discriminatory intent, but it could fix the problem with discriminatory effect. That is, if all the court ends up saying is that the law had a racially discriminatory impact on protected minority voters, And in terms of the remedy, the Fifth Circuit said, well, maybe you should listen to what the state thinks is the best way to remedy things. So it could have relevance going forward. It's not clear if anything's actually going to happen in the Texas legislature. I think a lot's going to depend on what happens on the discriminatory intent.
0: That's Rick Hassan, a professor at University of California, Irvine School of Law, and Richard Ruffault, a professor at Columbia University Law School, speaking with Bloomberg Law host Jim Grasso and Greg Stewart. You can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio.
2: And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information. Thank you.